How's it going, guys? And welcome back to the Put Me On podcast. This is episode nine. We're nearing Christmas. It's one in the morning as I'm putting this thing together because I'm nocturnal. Maybe it's the lack of sleep. I don't know, but I am super excited for this one. So let's go ahead and dive in. New music. Wasn't much of it, but Jack Harlow really stepped up, came in clutch, and provided me with some content with his newest album, his debut album, That's What They All Say. We've touched on Jack a couple of times already. Usually when he hops on a remix, he shouldn't be on. So I went into this thing with low expectations. And I'll say it, it's actually really enjoyable to listen to. I don't know if good is the word I'd use here. It's kind of like nav though. It's like nav in the sense that on a song like 21C Delta, you become very conscious of the fact that you are listening um, to someone sell you a vibe that isn't necessarily real. The immersion breaks every now and again, that's all. Still though, the album is smooth. It's relaxing. It has great production. Jack rides the beats well, in my opinion, and he stays within himself for the most part. The standouts were, for me, Keeping It Light, the What's Poppin' remix, and most notably Baxter Avenue. The impression I had of Jack coming in was that he was pretty much just like the rest of his kind of rapping generation. He makes same sounding music without any death. And that song in particular really killed that theory. He's much more thoughtful than I ever gave him credit for. And that makes me want to go back and listen to his earlier mixtapes just to see what I missed. Again, that's what they all say isn't going to win any awards. It's not going to get him a Grammy, but it is very good music that you can play when you're around your friends and they won't snatch the ox from you. Now, Shay Noir is someone who I have not mentioned on this podcast, but she is someone who I've been watching for a while now. I first heard her through her mentor, 38 Special, and while I didn't love her earlier mixtapes, her Fountain of Youth freestyle was good enough that I knew she had a lot of potential. Well, with her December 4th release, After 12, a seven-song project, she is putting it all together. Take away the intro track, a skit, and she goes five for six. She's always been a good writer, always varied her flows thanks to Spesh, but now the production is catching up. My only problem is that the boom is very much so lacking in this boom bap. It's not a base for me, especially after listening to a Jack Harlow album that takes full advantage of car speakers. Still, there are very few artists that give you everything possible under the sun. Jack, for instance, couldn't put together Moment in the Sun the way that Shay did. That track, along with Cruise Control and Hunger Games, are the standouts on this album. Now, apparently, this project is just a volume one, so stay tuned. We'll be talking about Shay again soon. Moving back into more well-established rappers, I love Meek Mill. Genuinely, I've listened to all his mixtapes, all his albums. I am very down for any music that he releases. So imagine my delight when I saw he had a quarantine pack out. An EP with four Lucy's while we wait for his upcoming album. Imagine my not delight when I listened to it and it was terrible. All four of them. No hits, all misses. If there's one reason why we should want this pandemic to end, 
it's because artists can't tour. And that means that they're dropping whatever bullshit they have that shouldn't see the light of day ever just for kicks right now. It's beyond frustrating for certain artists that keep putting out bad music. And it just needs to stop. Please, I'm begging you. Nothing would have been better than this. If you want to search for something that you can listen to, Pain Away would be the suggestion just for Lil Durk's verse. But I'm telling you, the music is just not good. But there's more than just the projects that got put out. There's also a bunch of singles that have dropped recently. First, Benny the Butcher was shot about a month ago at a Walmart as someone attempted to rob him. So naturally, as a Griselda artist does, he went from the hospital to the studio, immediately made a song about it and dropped it. It's called 330 in Houston. It sounds about how you think a song made that quickly would sound as in eh. Benny's Benny. Um, so there's kind of a high floor there. It's not bad, but there's only so many times you can dip into the same bag before you're coming up empty. Moving on, Lil TJ released None of Your Love. It's not good. Don't waste your time with it. That's all I got on that one. Russ released Hard For Me. Solid track, if not very repetitive. The chorus is very catchy though, and I would say it is worth a listen. Next up, West Side Boogie, formerly known as Just Boogie, released Outside, which features Joey Badass. If you are a big Eminem fan, I'm sure you'll like Boogie's verse, but ripping off that much of a famous chorus is just a turnoff for me. Joey's verse is meh, chorus is meh. Overall, it kind of feels like a Lucy that won't end up on any project. Wrapping up the singles, one last one, Lurkin from Funkmaster Flex and King Vaughn. I'm not sure how this came together, but it's worth a listen. Uh, the beat is great. The rapping is Vintage Vaughn, even if it gives off a vibe that this is super, super stitched together. Also, uh, the pose that Flex is doing on the album art for this thing is unintentionally, yet absolutely, hilarious. And now, for a name you need to know. Kyle Lux, an R&B singer originally from South Carolina. He makes the closest thing to happy music that I enjoy, and I wanted to lift the vibe, so let's dive in. Starting with something that shocked me, he's my age. 20 years old. And that's kind of concerning for me, not for him. He's just getting started with his career, having released two EPs in the past two years. No Roof Access and Projectors. On the former, his first release, Lux shows off his range. On a song like Rolling Stone, he trends towards poppy sounds, then immediately switches towards moodier R&B on Bridges, and then to an electronic style on Wonderful, in which he also pitches in on the production. He shows off his voice enough for you to know, like, okay, this dude can sing, but he doesn't overdo it. Currently, a junior at Southern Cal, he's literally studying how to make music, and that's very apparent in his songs. They very rarely seem to be badly structured. They generally don't overstay their welcome. And before we move to projectors, I'd be seriously remiss if I didn't mention the best song he's made so far in his career, Lightyear. It's an incredible track, Lux kills the chorus, but the production really makes the song. 
And now on Projectors, a four-song EP, Are You In Love really kicks things off and it's a quintessential contemporary R&B love song. Then with Softly, it's impossible to listen to that song and not want to dance. It's just feel-good music. Even Thank You For The Moment, a song about a breakup still manages to make you feel happy. I don't get how he does it. But Kyle Lux is really, really a unique talent. As young as he is, he's got a long, long career ahead of him, and I'm super excited to see how his sound evolves in the coming decades. And because of that, he's a definite name you need to know. That's all I've got for y'all today. Thank you for listening. He's a definite name you need to know, and he will be heavily featured on... That's all I've got for y'all today. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our playlist, which goes with the podcast. Just search Put Me On Featured Tracks on Spotify, and it'll pop right up. With that being said, I've been your host, Jalen Harrington. This was episode 9 of the Put Me On podcast. And as always... Wash your hands, wear your mask, stay safe, and I'll talk to y'all next time.